0: Welcome to When What Happens by yours truly, Wit West. This is a podcast to help you celebrate life even when stuff happens. Around here, we focus on living our best lives in whatever way you see fit. Welcome and take a load off. Let's get started. So welcome back to When Wit Happens. Today we actually have a guest and she'll introduce herself in a moment, but she's actually going to bring us the inspirational word of the day before we get started. So special guests.
1: So the inspiration that I want to leave you with today is to love yourself enough, not to care when the people in your world don't support you. You have to put yourself first, follow your heart, trust your gut. And the right people will come and you will be supported. You're always supported because God is on your side. Amen.
0: Okay, so as you heard, we have a guest today. So I'm going to let her introduce herself because today we're going to be talking about self-love. So today on the podcast,
1: we have... Hi, I'm Javana. I'm a spiritual coach and healer, and love and relationships is kind of my thing. Um, I had to learn a lot about self love the hard way, so I'm really happy to be here to share my knowledge with you.
0: Thank you for joining today. So, you guys, Javana and I met like, how long has it been now? Like two years at this Maybe. point? Maybe three? girl a long time ago it seems like (laughs) in the world um we were both um blogging and doing stuff and trying to get our whole lives together and so much has happened in that time including her just blossoming into this little self-love queen so i figured she would be the perfect person to come on here and talk about some self-love in the week leading up to Valentine's Day and Black History Month and all that going on. So, um, Joanna, you want to share any bit about your story?
1: Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, my journey into self-love kind of started, um, I want to say maybe 10 years ago leaving an abusive relationship, I felt like life had just ended for me and you know, there wasn't a whole lot of support. So I was just kind of left with this bag of mess, emptiness, low self-esteem, depression, all of that. And the only way to find, you know, myself again was to really start focusing on loving myself and healing the parts of me that, um, Allowed or participated in all of the drama in my life. So that kind of got me to where I am now. Um, and I'm just very thankful that I was able to heal and recover and that I can kind of help other women understand the importance of self love. It's not just about, you know, manicures and pedicures, it's so much more to loving yourself.
0: Right. I'm happy that you said that because a lot of people do think when they hear self-love, they think it's like, oh, you know, self-love, whatever, whatever. Like it's a whole lot of BS, but it's really a lot of deep work that you really have to do with yourself about really liking and loving yourself. And that's not something that comes easy to a lot of people. So what kind of ways did you do or do you advise people to kind of start that process?
1: You're right. It's not easy. And it's something that people are not taught. Um, And that's one thing. I'm a mom. I have two girls. I'm a single parent. And that's one of the things that I realized in like all of my mess was like, nobody taught me how to love myself. So when I found myself feeling broken, I had no idea like how to put myself back together. Um, But some things that I would recommend are doing mirror work. Um, before you get in the shower or in the morning when you're brushing your teeth, stand in the mirror, clothed or unclothed, that's your preference, and just truly look at yourself and hug yourself. Say affirmations in the mirror telling yourself that you're beautiful, that you are smart. A lot of times we don't like how we look. Maybe we don't like how our voice sounds or we don't even look at ourselves you know, intimately examining our body and things like that. So really just starting to accept yourself.
0: Yeah, that that's true. I'm actually finally have been listening to Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. And she was just saying something about that, not being happy with who she was and things like that. And, you know, choosing to eat her feelings away. And she was saying that, you you know, you have a choice. You can choose to eat the whole cake, but it's going to make your belly grow. But that's fine as long as you're okay with having a belly and you're happy with the things that you bring to your life by doing certain actions. If you're fine being this way or that way, don't let the world make you feel like you have to change um, in order to love yourself. You have to be happy with the choices you make for your own life regardless of it, whether it makes sense um, to other people.
1: Right. That's absolutely true. Like the only person who ever has to completely love and accept you is you. And a lot of times we think that love has to come from uh, our friends, our family, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a husband, but it really truly needs to come from you because when you completely love and accept yourself, You're not going to care who else doesn't because you're so full of, of love and life yourself. So I think that's really important that you're not seeking approval or validation from others that you know who you are, you know your worth and you appreciate yourself, the good qualities and the not so good qualities about you.
0: Yeah. And I also, while you were saying that, what it really made me think about is that sometimes people believe when they're looking to other people for that validation, they feel like when they get it, it's going to solve everything. And it doesn't. You still have to do that work within yourself. You still are, somebody still can love you, even if you're broken. You know, you can still get these things, even if you're broken. You know, it's not going to be an instant fix. Like if you feel like, oh, when I get a boyfriend, I'll be fine. Right. You're just going to be not fine with somebody who loves you, you know? Right. It's important that you do the work regardless of what else is going on in your life.
1: And another thing about that too, right? Like we think, like you said, that, you know, when you get a boyfriend that you're going to be okay, you're not. Because a lot of times those insecurities and the things that you don't like about yourself are going to come up in your relationship. And you might be like, is he cheating because you feel insecure or he can't really love me because I don't even really love me. So a lot of times our relationships will mirror some of the work that we need to do on ourselves.
0: So how do you feel the best way? You said the best way to start is, you know, affirmations. How do you really keep that going? Because I know people can start things and then they kind of let it fall off. You know, we're all suck at having habits. This is why we have New Year's resolutions every year. That's the same ones we had the year before and the year before. And we're in February and most people have dropped off half of theirs. So how do they keep the self-love going?
1: Self-love should be a part of your life. And maybe affirmations don't work for you. So it could be that you journal. Um, Some people, the gym, that is their therapy. Some people actually go to a therapist. So, it's different for everybody but when you make yourself a priority you'll start to do the things that feed your spirit so
0: did you um watch the netflix um she's gotta have it the series i did okay so what do you how do you feel about nola darling and her way of her self-love and how she expresses that because that's completely different than the norm do you think she was really comfortable with herself or was she, you think she, how she was portrayed, was she doing that for some other reason?
1: Oh, I I love that series because there's there's so many different layers into it because when she first got started, she was just doing her thing. And she, you know, very free spirited. But then after she had that running on the street where she felt violated, she kind of started um, realizing that she wasn't really in control, mm. didn't like how things were going. So then she made adjustments and started focusing on herself a little bit more. And then she decided how she was going to run her love life. And a lot of people, especially men, did not like that show because it showed a woman who, Was like really free sexually. She didn't Mm. allow people's rules or, you know, thoughts about how relationships or whatever should go to define her. And while that might not work for everybody, I thought it was very powerful in a society that is always telling men that they need to have two, three, four, and five women.
0: Mm. Definitely, because that that's definitely not the norm. But it was what made her happy. Um, right. The f- it was almost, now, I don't want to say cringeworthy because it wasn't cringeworthy, but it was like, oh a lot when she invited them all to Thanksgiving, it was just like, oh this is going to be tense because they didn't know everybody was like colliding in that moment. And she just really kind of like put herself out there. Like, if you want me, this is me. So you're going to have to deal with it you know, whether you have insecurities or whatever, this, these are the other people. And that's just
1: that. But the thing about it is, is that's how relationships should be. I'm not saying you should be sleeping with a whole, you know, whatever, but what I'm saying is that you need to be open and honest about what you're doing. Mm. There's so many men out here. Some of them got wives, they got girlfriends and nobody knows. Mm. But if you can be an adult and be like, okay, like this is what's happening these are the people in my life that empowers people to make a decision. And then they, they don't feel violated. Like somebody played me. Like if you come to me and you tell me you mess with her, her and her, I'm going to be like, you know what? That doesn't work for me. So I'm going to opt out.
0: That's true. Cause it's all about having that option to, to make that choice for yourself. Like you want to be sizzle on the weekend. Let you, let you make that choice. Don't make that choice. For me, um, for don't that. make me an involuntary side chick um, <laughs> if I want to be a side chick, um, but I don't. <laughs> but right. just, you know, <laughs> having that choice is what is important because I think that probably is something else that takes a lot of hit. People get hits to their self-worth because they feel like they fail, you know, for somebody or something, you know, they got tricked and they felt like they shouldn't be tricked, but... That's part of life. Everybody is going to be tricked. You know, just don't continue to get tricked in the same ways.
1: Right. And the thing about it, like, once somebody shows you their actions, that is what we need to believe. But we get right. so caught up on the words, the promises. And I've done it to Lord knows, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, actions, if you pay attention to somebody's actions, and they're not meeting your expectations. That's when you need to make a change. We use our ex- expectations the wrong way. Like we set expectations, and he doesn't do it. We get mad, and we stay trying to make him change, trying to force him to fit our expectations. Your expectations should be your guide. If he can't do A, B, and C, and that's what you need to you know, feel safe and secure or whatever in your relationship, then it's time for you to go. But we keep holding on and we keep fighting and we keep trying to change him. Like Kay Michelle said, you can't raise a man. If he Mm. doesn't want to do it, he's not going to do it.
0: Oh, that is, mm, that's so true. And that's a, that is a learned lesson. I just want people to learn it way sooner, because I feel like we went through so much stuff, but I feel like this is every generation. Like our mamas was probably telling us, don't trust them trifling boys, but we didn't hear it. (laughs) You kind of have to live through some stuff in order to, I guess, really for it to sink through. But you know, what I find find is that people probably learn that lesson about significant others before they learn about friends because people, I feel like they assume that once you're a friend, you're a friend. And so many people have these toxic quote unquote friends. These people aren't Girl. really friends. they are around them, you know, just sucking the energy and life out of them. Like you can't even mention an idea you have or anything because they're just going to knock it down. And people rarely cut these people off and like what is it you can dump a boyfriend or dump a girlfriend and like be over it after a certain amount but you still got shady sally sitting next to you the whole time
1: Ooh, a lot of that i feel like it comes from the whole reason why like people are like all about the petty movement mm. so if you and your best friend calling each other bees like, B, Bee, guess what? You know, you kind of start to accept that behavior on the low. Mm. And we feel like, I had this friend, we were friends, I mean, like, all our lives. Like, everybody thought we were family. Like, we were super tight. But she was so toxic. Mm. Like, wasn't respecting my boundaries, wasn't really trying to do nothing with her life. The only thing she wanted to do was, like, party. Oh, I don't have time for that. Like I'm trying to do other things. Anytime I try to mention going to different events or, you know, different ideas, everything would get shot down, shot down, shot down. And I just started noticing a pattern. Like it was an unhealthy friendship. It wasn't fulfilling me. I wasn't getting anything out of it, but I kept holding on. And then I had to realize like friendships are no different from any other relationship. Just because you've known somebody all your life doesn't mean you have to keep them in your life. Um, and it can be hard to let go of a friendship. Somebody mm-hmm. that knows everything about you, y'all done did whatever together. <laughs> right. It's hard, but instead of fearing change, we have to realize that there are people out there who will love and support you. When you start to let go of those toxic people, whether they're friends, family members, boyfriends, whatever it is, you will start to meet the most amazing people who appreciate you just as you are. And I think a lot of... uh
0: Yeah, that is so true. Keep going.
1: I was going to say, I think a lot of it is just fear of change. We fear like outgrowing the people around us.
0: Wow. Yeah. That is... Yeah, that's so true. I feel like, oh, I guess it just is so hard when you have such a connection with people. But, you know, all those memes are falling around saying, oh, y'all just want to cut people off. You're so easy. Why are you so easy to cut people off? But sometimes that is just the best thing to do for yourself. You are not obligated, you know, to deal with anybody else, you know, especially if they're bringing you down, even if they don't necessarily understand how they're bringing you down, if it's best for you to let that
1: go, you kind of have to let it go. Right. And cutting people off doesn't always mean you got to like cut them off. Like you got to block them on Facebook and social media and you got to delete their phone number, block them on your cell phone and all of that it might just mean that you distance yourself from them maybe mm-hmm. that those are only the people that you call when you do want to go out and have a good time but they're not the people that you bring your vision to or your life goals because they they don't think that way so you might have your fun time friends and then you might have you know your high vibe friends you might have like your work friends you can have them in different categories but sometimes if it is like just really toxic then yeah you do need to cut them off and you shouldn't feel ashamed about that like the same people who are like you know everybody's cutting people off or the same people that be laughing at the whole new year new me
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes oh man yeah that's right it's levels to this
1: yeah
0: levels so I want to thank you for coming on and having this conversation so are there any last words you want to leave people with or tell people how to get in contact with you if they want to keep talking to you or hear more from you
1: sure absolutely it's been a pleasure speaking with you um you can find me at the spirituallovecoach.com um, i have a lot of resources that will help empower you in love and life and i'm love javanna all over the interwebs and i hope to come back and chat with you some more
0: definitely i'm sure we can have a whole lot of conversations yeah. on this podcast so <laughs> thank you i appreciate it Okay, so for today's um, Adventure in Ridiculosity, what we're going to talk about is this video that's been floating around on Facebook, and I'm sure everybody has seen it by now, and our special guest has just watched it, and it is the video of Jacob Copeland signing with Florida and his mama walking off. So, Javana, what do you think about the video?
1: One thing, I'm very proud of him for following his heart and choosing his future versus sticking with what his mom thought was best for him. Um, I've seen a couple different videos like this um, where like, the parents just aren't supportive of their children. And a lot of people find it to be shocking, but I don't necessarily just because I've kind of been in those situations as well.
0: Right. It is
1: unfortunate, but everyone isn't always going to support us, even when it's like our mom or, you know, a close family or friends. Um, And it was painful for him. I could see that, that, you know, his mom kind of embarrassed him a little bit. Well, more so herself. I'm going to say she kind of embarrassed herself more. That's right. She did
0: embarrass herself, but you know, with him going off to college, it's like, dang, everybody gonna know him not as the football star initially. They're gonna know him for this video.
1: Yeah, the boy whose mama got up and about tripped across the camera. Right,
0: and it was another scene. I think she came back later and, like, hugged him when he was saying something else, but he was crying. Like, he was sitting up there crying, and I've heard some different stories saying that He's been, like, involved with some gang stuff, according to some something I saw on Facebook. And there, whoever he's been involved with is in Florida. But I'm like, if that's the case, why is Florida still on the table for him? If, you know, y'all are so involved. So something else is going on there. I'm not sure what it is. But that was just trifling to me for her to get up. Not only get up, grab her purse, and walk out like she was... Um, what's old girl's name from um how to get away with murder (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh and walked out but then she gonna walk in front of the camera girl now I feel like she did that all on purpose she wanted to be a drama queen and who does that but like you said everybody who's a mama ain't a mama right
1: and I think um this situation could have been handled differently. Like you didn't have to agree with him, but you also didn't have to steal his shine. And that's something that's gonna probably like like you said, it's gonna have an impact on him because people are gonna be like, Oh, that's the boy who mom just up and dipped on him. Like that is a crucial moment in your child's life, whether or not you support wherever they go to school. Be glad that he's going, be glad he's I'm guessing has like a scholarship and he has mm-hmm. some sort of talent with um sports. Just be supportive of that. Um But, yeah, that was sad to see, especially on Black History Month. Like, we got to do better. (laughs) Girl, (laughs) right. All of
0: embarrassing everybody in the front of the TV. Yeah, Yeah. we got to do better. Oh, man. That's terrible. Well, I wish him the best. And hopefully his mama gets her life together. Or at least he has some other type of support system. And if all that stuff is true about whatever activities he's getting into, hopefully the sports keeps him out of it and the coaches and whoever – keeps him on the straight and narrow and you know, he perseveres through all of that because that's a rough start when you start in college. Anyway, it's a rough time. So to have that all on top of it, plus the pressure to perform in sports.
1: Yeah, that's a lot. It's a um, big transformation and he's going to need a whole lot of support. I hope all of the other stuff is not true. and right. if it is, Maybe this will be a chance for him to reset and start a whole new life. Yeah. Very true.
0: All right. Thanks for weighing in on that. You're welcome. Thank you for tuning in to When What Happens, the podcast that lets you live your best life. You can reach out to me at all my social media. I'm Happen 6 everywhere. W-H-I-T-H-A-P-P-E-N-S, the number six everywhere. Catch you guys soon.